Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. It is time for us, as you have just been alerted. I'm John Ashton. I'm Neil Michaels. We're The Approach Shot, where you put us together. I was going to say, we're also fun if you put us together at a party. That's true. I'm, I'm just... I'm, you know, just cruising for a couple invitations, right? That's it. <laughs> Says a guy who lives in bourbon land. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring the booze. You're a college sports fanatic. Yes, right? I am. And you're also a stats geek. That is so true. And I saw this and I went, oh, Neil's going to love this. It's right up his alley. What are the six schools that have spent the most time on the AP men's college basketball poll? Says a guy who lives in Louisville. Um, mm -hmm. I would say Duke. Yep. North Carolina. Yep. Kentucky. Yep. Kansas. Yep. UCLA. Yep. And Louisville. You got it. Wow. How about <laughs> that? <laughs> now you want to hear, you want to hear something totally outrageous? Yes. For the first time in 87-year history of the AP football poll, yes, all six of those basketball schools are rated. Wow, that is crazy. Kentucky is 24, Kansas is 23, UCLA is 18, Duke is 17, Louisville is 14, and North Carolina is number 12 in the football poll. That is crazy because when I was at Maryland, we knew we had just a crappy football team. Mm -hmm. And that's back in the day where they were in the ACC and they played Duke in Virginia and Carolina and Wake right. Forest. Yeah. And, um, and so we used, we, we used to say all the time that there really wasn't a football season there. It was just the thing that they did while they were preparing for basketball season. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky and, and, you know, Louisville has had a few, I mean, you know, we, we had a Heisman trophy winner seven years ago, whatever. Yeah. You know, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Did sure. Great things. And, and, um, my good friend, uh, <laughs> your old, uh, old forgettable, what's his name? Mr. Mr. Jackson. Ms. Did Jackson. You if you're nasty. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> uh, have you ever seen a picture they, they had when, when, um, when Jackson was was playing and and we had we had a, a couple guys named Samuel, their last okay. name was Samuel, and and Lamar was and we had a couple guys named Jackson too and and Lamar and one of the Samuel guys were sitting together in the back of their shirts said Samuel L Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> they took a picture of it and put it up there, but but I mean it's good. And I just want to brag a little bit. Did you happen to watch the primetime ABC football game Saturday night? I did not. Okay. It was number 10, as they kept telling us, number 10, Notre Dame. Yeah. Against lowly number 25, but undefeated Louisville. Mm-hmm. Final score, 33 to 20, Louisville. Very nice. Which yeah, it's going to be a tough year. now 14th, and Notre Dame is like 20th. <laughs> so. Well, and and... Of those teams that you had just mentioned, Kentucky played Georgia last week. Yeah, yeah, and got I know. Stomped. So, <laughs> which I know, which I know gives you a great amount of joy because for those who are not aware of 
Kentucky sports politics. Uh-huh. If you're a Kentucky fan, you hate Louisville. And if you're a Louisville fan, you hate Kentucky. So John is just smiling from ear to ear <laughs> that Kentucky just just got blown out by Georgia. And the last game of the season happens to be Louisville versus Kentucky. I wonder yeah. how the schedules work that out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they refused in basketball. They refused to play each other until I believe it was 1983 in the NCAA tournament. Hmm. They, they were in the same bracket and they had to play each other <laughs> to get to the final four. I, I guess at, at that point, there's no way around it, is there? <laughs> no. Already said, and I wanted, anyhow, we won. We won the game. That's all I know. Anyway. All right, well, so so give me some more trivia. I, I, I aced that one. I feel really good. I, I watch ESPN in the morning and they do. Um, Mike Greenberg does usually a trivia question, and I watched as they did one this week that nobody in their right mind should have gotten the answer to. And the guy mm-hmm. who is kind of the expert there just pulled the name out of his behind and got it right. And and I just watch in complete respect and admiration, but also in horror that somebody's going to ask me a question like that, and I wouldn't even <laughs> come up with a decent guess, much less get the answer right. You did good. Thanks. It must it must be your your new attitude with your new face. It, it is my new attitude. It's the same face. It just feels better every day. It just feels okay. better. Why is it? Oh, my goodness. I, I have gotten to a point where my routine changes. And you know, we're not 20 years old. We don't change our routine for nothing. No. And ever since we started working with Caldera Labs, every day now, I start with the routine. I start with the regimen. And I go through it. And I use the good and then I use the product that goes under your eyes, the um, icon. It's remarkable. And now when I go back, if I if I have a greasy something to eat, I go back and I wash my face with that. I don't pick up a bar of soap anymore. It's just remarkable. I was talking to my wife and she looked at me and she said, are you doing Botox? Because you have no wrinkles in your forehead. And yeah. I said, well, that's never really been a big problem of mine, but I don't have any. I can tell you four weeks in now of doing this. The bags under my eyes are almost completely gone. And those are the two things that I really was excited about working with them. I know you were using the full routine. And you know what happened? And it was my wife. I said, listen, you're going to do all this stuff. Why don't you just do yourself a favor and shave every day again, like you used to do when you had a real job? <laughs> <laughs> it does make a difference because if, if you're going to get to a point where you feel the tingles and it tightens your skin and stuff, I know I have the beard and, and the mustache. And I've actually been using that and and massaging it into the beard so it tingles too. Because a lot of times with a beard and a mustache, you kind of, yeah, I'll wash it sometimes. I won't wash it other times. Makes all the difference in there too, because I know that's real skin too under there. If your beard doesn't tingle, what good is it, huh? That exactly. <laughs> that, that that just sounded like the punchline to a joke that we can't tell on the show. We can we can move on now. <laughs> I still want so, to know who counted all three point four million antioxidant units. And what is it they had against oxidants anyway? Uh, you know, that's it. I'm pro oxidant, man. <laughs> no, I'm antioxidant. Well, you know that'll be a debate at some point. We can still give people though the single best offer. On the internet, calderalab.com backslash approach, and then using the code approach. You get 20% off. Not 15, not Everybody 10. Else is doing 15. I love that. I seriously, we talked about this before. So and if you want to get that 20, 
You go to calderalab.com slash approach and use the code approach when you order. Ah, You will look younger. Trust us. Calderalab.com slash approach. And use that code approach for 20% off. We have a wonderful guest. Oh, you're not going to introduce. You're just going to let me say that and leave. Oh, no, I was just I was wondering where you were going to go because you're (laughs) right. He is a wonderful guest. And, And I have to tell you. I'm very excited about this because I watched the movie His Life is Based On. I think you got it backwards. I did. I did get that backwards. (laughs) Right. You get what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I watched this and didn't know anything about Vince Papali. I'm a Cowboys fan. And I grew up in Philadelphia and lived in Cherry Hill. So we got a lot to talk about here. Vince, we got a lot to talk about when we come back. And we'll be right back. We are the Approach Shop. The Approach Shot. The golf show that's more laughs than links. Nine-year veteran of Major League Baseball, Steve Psycho Lion. Is it the same thing when you're facing a, a fastball? It seems longer to get there than the minuscule amount of time it actually takes to travel that far? No! No! Well, okay, then. Download an episode or two of The Approach Shot today at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. Hey, we told you we'd be right back, and we did it as quickly as we possibly could. We are The Approach Shot. I am John Ashton. I am Neil Michaels, and and I'm not getting that backwards. It's not Michael Niels. It's Neil Michaels. No, I, I'm, no, I, no. I'm only going to get the one thing backwards today. Fixed he didn't it and- grow up basing his life on a movie. No, I did he not. made a movie and- based on his life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, forced dyslexia is not something to laugh at, John. It's really not. Introduce first, and then I'll, I'll our, give the Our trip. guest today is Mr. Vince Papali, who's the subject of the movie Invincible, which has become kind of the brand of your life, kind of the story of your life made into something very clever by Hollywood. And if you haven't seen the movie, let's stop stop the podcast right now. Go rent the movie. It came out in 2006. It stars Mark Wahlberg, and it is not just based on your life. It is your life. They did take a, a, a couple of liberties here and there. It's an amazing story. And for those who are not familiar with it, we'll get into it. But Vince, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you very much. Welcome. Oh. Cherry Hill, are you kidding me? My first true love lived in Cherry Hill. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 25 years there. My ki- Our kids went to uh, Bishop Eustis. There you go. Right. Yeah. For those and people never... who aren't familiar with Jersey terms, when you live in South Jersey near the Philadelphia side, people will say to you, oh, you live there? What exit? It's exit yeah. four, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I went to school at Temple, man. Didn't live in Philly. Oh, but... oh my God. I got it. No, this is, you guys are killing me. Yeah, you're a Cowboys guy. Wait a minute. I'm a hawk. Okay. And you're, you're a freaking and... Cowboys fan that grew up in exit four? Cherry Hill had, a, had to be yeah. about the cheerleaders. It couldn't have been about the team. It actually was when I moved to Washington, D.C. I uh, hated the Redskins so much. If we ever had Joe Theismann on the show, I would have to admit to him that I wanted bad things to happen to him all the time. I was that much of a Redskin hater. And and at that time, 40% of the fans in the stands at the Redskins games were Cowboys. It wasn't so much that we were pro-Cowboy as much as we were anti-Redskins. 
So <laughs> that's how I became a Cowboy fan. Yeah. And of course, if you're a Cowboy the- fan, you can't like the Eagles either. Well, but, hey, there's no talking your way out of it if you live in Philly. I mean, you either are or you aren't, and there's no excuses, all right? So, that's but that's, that's okay. We're 5-0 and right now, and it's looking pretty good. I grew up in New England, so, you know, I was a Patriots fan, diehard. Oh, me too. But, oh, my God. Wes Welker. My, I just met Wes uh, a couple, um, like a month ago, down at training camp. I think I was more excited about meeting him than Vinny would have been. I'd <laughs> Are you kidding me? So let's talk a little bit about Vince growing up and and stuff. You went to St. Joe's College, St. Joseph's, for those who are of that elk to say Mm -hmm. St. Joseph's. We all know it's St. Joe's on a track scholarship, Mm -hmm. not a football scholarship because St. Joe's didn't have a football team. But Mm -hmm. when you go to the tryout, Coach Vermeil says to you, so, son, where'd you play college football? And you said, Temple. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, to him I did. We actually had that conversation. And it was in the elevator. If anybody knows Veteran Stadium, to get to the executive offices, you've got to go up to the fourth floor in the elevator. Coach and I had that conversation, believe it or not, in the elevator. And 15 minutes later, I signed a contract. The the way it worked out was that Vince played a lot of football with your friends in what was called the Delco Rough Touch Football League, Delaware County, Delco. And you guys played. I mean, you played in mud, you played in rain, and and it wasn't really touch as much as it was. I'll, I'll touch you, but if I happen to knock you into a car, so much the better. Well, there were there weren't too many rules, but they always had a cop, and they always had EMT at every one of the games because <laughs> there would always be a fight breaking out, and someone <laughs> would wind up getting splattered and and wind up in a hospital. I mean, it was it was all it was all everything going. You know, two hand, you know, like it was like flag football, two hand touch. A two hand touch was boom. You know, you just wipe somebody yeah. out. But that, that I was doing that all actually while I was teaching school uh, at my alma mater in suburban Philadelphia, Edinburgh High School, right by the airport. Because I had football was in my blood. You know, I didn't play college football and I wound up teaching after that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home? and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help, then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-500-2021. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-500-2021. 800-500-2021. That's 800-500-2021. So in 1976, the Eagles hired a new coach that nobody had heard of named Dick Vermeil, mm-hmm. who as we know is now a Hall of Famer. Dick Vermeil says, to this day, do we know if it was a PR stunt or was he really looking for talent? It wasn't a publicity stunt at all. It was the real deal. And um, I was at that particular time, uh, I actually had gotten a leave of absence from my six years of teaching, working my master's degree. And here's the real story that never really came up. I was trying to qualify for the Olympic trials and the decathlon. I was a pretty good track guy back then. 
And um, I didn't quite make it for whatever reason. I got pissed off and uh, started playing semi-pro football because all the guys in the neighborhood in the rough touch leagues were mm-hmm. breaking my, oh, yeah, you can run a night, you know, you can run a 100-yard dash with Billy White Shoes Johnson. But, you know, if you had any real schedules, you know, you play <laughs> for the Aston Knights of the, or the Tinnicum, you know. So I wound up, because I was dared to do that, I wound up actually playing semi-pro football for a six. I played for pizza, you know, that that's basically <laughs> what I did. They, they, I started playing in the World Football League, and it was Zonka Kick and Warfield that went over to the uh, the Memphis, the Memphis Southman. And ironically, my son Vinny just finished up the UC, USFL in Memphis. So I tried out. I had a free agent tryout at 28 years old. There were about 800 guys there in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, at the Cherry Hill High School field. Of those 800, two survived. One was me and another guy from Notre Dame, Notre Dame Danny Lazzi. But I had to go through about four or five tryouts to eventually get on the team. And actually, I wound up starting. And I caught the first reception in the in the history of the World Football League. It only lasted for a year. It, it did so well, but only lasted the one year. The USFL is still struggling, but it's been around, it seems like, for a decade. Well, you know, it's not struggling so much now because Fox owns them. Yeah. And uh, they're right in the, in the process of uh, uh, buying out the XFL. I don't know the details of it all, but it's pretty much confirmed that's going to be it. So there's going to be a combined spring league going on there. But back to that, Bob Davis, who was Joe Namath's backup, uh, was our quarterback. The league folded after four games. So I'm going to try to go back and get my teaching and coaching. I was the head track coach, and I was trying to get that. And my school said, well, we don't have anything available for you, but uh, we'll have an opening next year. So get this football crap out of your system and (laughs) substitute teaching and bartending. And then that's when the movie picked it up. So they didn't go back, you know, um, like in Rookie or or Rudy. I mean, and Rudy's my good buddy. I have a podcast coming out with Rudy with my daughter called oh, Gavin. Well, I'll let you know about it. But Please, Rudy, Rudy's a great, great, great story, you know, and his was right around the same time as me. And, you know, Rocky was mentioned. And, um, you know, there were a few things in Rocky that were um, sort of some of the things that I had done. Uh, running through the streets of Philadelphia before the movie came out. You know, Sylvester Stallone uh, embraced me and and actually it started all because of Rocky. And that's that's how that was a genesis of the movie. And it all because of Dick Vermeil gave me that shot in 76. As a Philly boy, there is this grit to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And when you watch Rocky, you get that they did a great job of making it seem as though it's this workman's town it's a blue collar town even though everybody says pittsburgh is the blue collar town philly mm-hmm. is too the grit they were able to show that in your film too so you did you went for the tryout there were 800 people two of you made it you made the team how did you find out that you made the team mm-hmm. the way i found out i made the team you know there's there was two stories the, the real story is is when I found out I made the team was out on the field and I asked the coach if I could make a phone call. I made a collect call to the um, the shop steward at Westinghouse where my dad worked for about 150 years. And uh, and I got a hold of him. They called it a Rudy moment because it was the same thing that Rudy did when he found out that he got pretty much the same thing. And they, they called it a Rudy moment. So we couldn't do it. But it was really crazy because, you know, I, I said, hey, Slim, tell Kingy his little boys of Philadelphia Eagle. And you could hear everybody. You could have heard it from Dallas to Philadelphia when they started <laughs> and yelling, and we had that big that big party. The way they did it in the movie, uh, they they had that meeting where the coach comes to me and then you know the one at the Turk and you know coach wants to see you, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, 
Here we go. I'm going to get cut. But although mm-hmm. I have a locker behind me that has my name spelled correctly, I've got a helmet. I've got a, it's got number 83 on it, uh, you know, and all this stuff. But I was never told I made the team. So in the movie, they had me come into his office and I was, you know, let's say this is the playbook. And I, I said, well, thanks for the opportunity, coach. And he pushes it back to me. And he said, well, you might want to keep on to that for a while. So they, I think it was a great way they did it. Uh, Greg Kinnear played a great, a fantastic Dick Vermeil. And, and I'll go with it because of respect, out of respect for my good buddy, Rudy. Rudy, 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 my Rudy, man. Rudy, Rudy. And when, <laughs> when you found out that Mark Wahlberg was going to play you, what went through your head? <laughs> I had no clue, man. <laughs> I didn't know who he was. You know, I, I thought it was going to be like Hugh Jackman, you know, or you know, so or maybe even Keanu Reeves because he had just gotten done doing the replacement. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, I thought it might be one of those two. But uh, oh, come on, Vince, you're not a big fan of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Come on. Well, you, you know, you have a guy in your life, right, that knows everything about every movie. Right. He, he's he's a trivia guy. And so I go to my buddy, and his real name is Rocco. I won't give his last name, but his real name is Rocco. I said, Rocco, you're not going to believe who's going to play me in my movie. He said, who's that? He said, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And I said, what? <laughs> you, know, he said, you know, remember Good Vibrations? And uh, oh, that guy, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I say something. Mark Wahlberg was, I couldn't have imagined anybody being better than having Mark Wahlberg portray me in that movie. He was wonderful to work with. Uh, we're still very close. He's close with the family. Just I, I'm in Jupiter, Florida now. He was just in Delray, uh, pushing pushing his his new um, his, his new to kill you. And uh, we, <laughs> we hadn't seen him for about uh, four or five years. As soon as he saw us, he said, "Hey, look, everybody, my family's here." And, oh, that's nice. There you, you go. Know, my family. I'm not not my friend. My family. And when he saw my daughter Gabriella. I mean, he went out of his mind because he didn't recognize Gabby. She's all grown up now, you know? So yeah. it, it was pretty cool. Well, you're living thing, in Jupiter, Florida, so there's got to be plenty of places to play golf. How you think? Yeah. I'm living it. I'm living right here. If I open up my garage here, I could almost get hit by a golf ball. I'm on Turtle Creek. It's where Ernie else is. And, oh, and okay. Tower, you know, a few, few guys. But, you know, I'm into yeah. Jupiter. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, why don't we take a quick break and come back and talk about golf? <laughs> Let's go. All right, hang out with us. We are the Approach Shot, and we got Vince Capali here, and he's going to stick around so you come on back too. I want to talk to you for a minute about my second favorite topic, food. And you know, it's getting into the fall, which means that schedules get busy. If you've got kids, you're you're running them to school, you're running them to soccer practice, you're running them to football practice, you're running them here, you're running them there, you're doing this, you're doing that, and you still have time to go out and play some golf on your own. But what that doesn't leave a lot of time for is cooking. I can give you an idea of how you can get around that. It's called HelloFresh. HelloFresh can not only feed you well, but it will save you time and it will save you money. If you do HelloFresh, You'd save about 15% over what you'd spend at the grocery store, and then about 25% over what you'd spend for takeout. And then if you're doing that dashing thing, well, it's even more than that. 
And it's more delicious than anything you can do. I mean, you can make these at home and people are going to say, you made this? And you can say, yes. And you can say it truthfully and you can say it proudly. You can order whatever kind of food you're into, whether it be a vegetarian or paleo, or maybe you've got diabetes and you need to have a special diet like that. You can get whatever it is you need and you can order not just the chef recipes they've already picked to send you, but you can choose from like 40 different recipes every month that they have ready for you. And all the ingredients come and they're prepackaged, so you don't have to buy a whole big jar of mayonnaise to use a couple of teaspoons full. Everything you need, pre-measured, pre-packaged, all the instructions are right there. It's fall and they have some special things you can order. I couldn't choose, so I ordered them all. I ordered both the apple cider cake and the mini pumpkin cheesecake. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50weekend and use the code 50weekend. You'll get 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash 50weekend and use the code 50weekend for 50% off plus free shipping. It's HelloFresh. It's America's number one meal kit. Hey, the approach shot is back just as we promised. I'm John Ashton. I'm Neil Michaels. And happy are those who dream dreams and are willing to pay the price to make them come true. Isn't that right, Vince? That's that's, that's what my coach told me, my high school coach. And he gave me that quote when I was trying out for the team. He was not only my coach, he was my mentor and a surrogate dad. When I was growing up, my mother, who was a great athlete, as my dad was, Mm -hmm. my mother competed in the league like a league of their own. And uh, she suffered from anxiety and and uh, and some other issues. And she was in and out of mental hospitals while I was going and growing up and going through puberty. That I had this guy in my life, and that was and my father was, you know, at Westinghouse trying to make trying to keep everything together. And uh, he's the guy that gave me that quote when I was thirty years old because everybody's busting my my chops. The question is, when I get up and speak, and I say I, I challenge. So you know, what's the key phrase here? And the key phrase is: Are you willing to make the sacrifice? You're willing to pay the price. Are you tenacious? You know, are you willing to every once in a while fail? You got to be able to do that in order to have that dream come true. I thought that that quote was so amazing, especially when you marry it with the one that came out of Vermeil's mouth, which was no one ever drowned in sweat. Don't you love that one? <laughs> they're so, But they're so similar, Vince. They're basically, they both say, if you work hard enough, You'll get where you need to go. And I thought it was amazing that you had these two people in your life who meant so much to you, who said the same thing so differently, 10 years apart, five years apart, and yet both meant so much to you. Yeah, I mean, and Coach Ramil, you know, I love him like uh, he's, he's another surrogate. I love him like you can't imagine. Every conversation I have with Coach Ramil, either when I'm seeing him personally ends with a hug and an I love you, or every phone call, every text. And uh, that's how I just feel so strongly about him and give me the opportunity that I had. And it's all. And he said an opportunity is preparation, you know, to shorten up one of his favorite quotes. How many people are going to get a shot like I did? Right. And, you know, but the thing is, be ready. But I was lucky because I was coming out of good shape uh, with the World Football League. And these guys, these knuckleheads, when I went out to that training camp, I would keep jumping in front of the line. There were about 13 wide receivers there. I'd keep jumping in front of the line because these guys were in such poor condition. We were in full pads always in the heat, you know, you know, Widener. I mean, it was the high humidity in the 90s all the time. And I, I would I just kept showing up on film that night. Roman Gabriel was the quarterback at that time before Jaws came in. 
And I had worked with him for three, four months before training camp. That's what I was given the opportunity to do. And he knew me and he just kept throwing the ball at me and turned out to be pretty good, pretty good combo. But they're great quotes that you just gave. I mean, I will disagree with one thing. I feel like if you're playing in a charity golf tournament and you're on the first tee and there's 500 people looking at you or 200 people looking yeah. at you, you might drown in sweat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> This. I had it happen one time. I was so freaking nervous. I'm trying to put the tea up, you know. And, <laughs> and then, the goddamn ball, it, it went, you know, went in the other, it went in the other county, you know. I mean, <laughs> I, I play a lot of those charity outings. I, I make sure that I have a, a fair amount of tequila before that first tea. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and Neil and I both have to have the 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 course cleared of, of all spectators. That's I'm looking right. right now at my clubs, you know, and I've got yeah. a couple of sets over there. You know, it's just what a blessing even to come to a charity golf outing. And well, that's how I wound up in Jupiter, actually. I I, partic- I, I, I spoke and participated in a, ch- a charity out- uh, golf outing for the police, COPS Concerns of Police Survivors. And we loved it so much down here. We wound up moving and becoming residents here in Florida, which is pretty you cool. You live anywhere close to my man, Justin Thomas? Yeah, he lives right around the corner, a few blocks away. Uh-huh. My daughter is right across the street from him, sees him all the time. Justin is, without a doubt, one of my all-time favorites. And I was celebrating a birthday real quick. And at the end, you know, we we're having a big thing. And somebody says, yeah, happy birthday to Vince. And he looks over because he was there with his fiance at that time. And, and it was mm-hmm. her birthday, believe it or not, on the same day. Oh, and cool. he went up all 20 of us drinks. Which wow. Is, you know, he's got such a he's just such a fierce competitor. You know, I just I just love his I love his style. I love his you know, the interesting thing about you talking about having the yips, I think they call it, when you get up on the first tee, yeah, yeah. is everything that we've now talked about, everything that we saw about you in the movies, you're a tough guy. You grew up, you had to make your way, you played in the mud and you played in this, and then you had to go out in this tryout and you had to have the guts to get in front of these people and 300 people and you had to try to make an impression and stuff. And that same guy gets up on the first tee and this teeny little ball is staring up at you going, I dare you. I dare you to hit me straight. And that makes you nervous, but the other stuff didn't? No, I didn't. I didn't have a nerve in my body, but I was out of my element when it comes to golf. I never picked up a golf club until I was 30 years old. I have actually, I have have some of my father's uh, old golf clubs with the wooden shafts. Uh, back here in the corner, you know, when you're out of your element, sometimes it, it was it was it was pretty interesting that, that that first time. Now it's not so bad, you know. I'm I'm just sort of like this. All right, we have something that's going to rattle you a little bit here in a minute, and that's called the six pack. We Ooh, will gosh. ask you six questions. We're going to fire them at you. We want you to give us the first thought that comes to mind. No thinking about it. No hemming and hawing. If you do, you'll hear this, and that means get up. Come on, give it to us. Okay. So we'll give you we'll give you a second to think about it, right, John? Yeah, we, just a second, and the six pack will, in, in deference to you, Vince, we'll fill it with tequila, and we'll be right back. We are the approach shot. Don't you go away. You know, an awful lot of golf courses stayed open during the whole COVID thing. But it's not just golf courses. A lot of businesses worked hard to stay open. And if you're one of those companies that stayed open during COVID, I have some great news for you. Government funds are available to reward companies who stayed open during that challenging time. It's not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. Your hard work to stay open could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. 
You heard that right. Up to $26,000 per employee. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the tax experts at refundsasap.com. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work. Then they share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans. If you have five or more employees, let refundsasap.com help you get up to $26,000 per employee. Visit refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. Refundsasap.com. It is time. We are back to the first <laughs> shot. Everybody wonders, is the six-pack coming? It's here. <laughs> I'm John Ashton. Neil Michaels is going to lay it on him. Let's go, man. You, you think that you're nervous at the first tee. You just wait. Six questions. We're going to fire them at you. You ready? Uh, let's go. Question one. Mark Wahlberg did a great job playing you in the movie. Who would you want to play Janet in her Invincible story? In her Invincible story? Um, I can't imagine anybody other than Elizabeth Banks. She was fun and really great to play with. Great choice. Last night, we were watching TV, my wife and I. We were watching Press Your Luck, the game show. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth Banks is the host. And I said to her, she was in Invincible as Vince's girlfriend, and she was incredible Yet I didn't know who Elizabeth Banks was 17 years ago. You know, she was in Hunger Games. She's done a bunch of really great stuff. To see her last night, it just like it felt like it made everything full circle. Well, you know, it's pretty cool because uh, she really after after Invincible, you know, she there was somebody else. And I can't say who thought the role was not big enough for her. And Elizabeth came in and did it, did it. And she went to University of Penn. There was a connection between right. her and Janet because Janet was coaching when she was a student there. And she was she was just fantastic. We love Elizabeth. If you haven't seen the movie, we'll promo it again here in a little bit. Question two. Invincible is your brand and your life. So what Vince word would you use to describe your golf game? Invincible, convincing, or, oh, Vince. <laughs> oh, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> that no, bad, huh? <laughs> I'll tell you what, my favorite club is the, is, is the gap wedge. I, 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 that gap wedge is, that's my savior. I love that card. I love that club. <laughs> I noticed you didn't say putter, driver. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to say putter. Yeah, the short game's okay. I mean, then a drive. It's not, I'm, a, I'm an 18 handicap, according to Howard's uh, B down here. A bogey golfer and you know, a couple beers in between. It's it's a, it's a great way to play golf, some country music, and it's it's, it's great. As I say about yeah. me and my gap wedges, I never hit a gap wedge 170 yards unless it's from a greenside bunker. <laughs> Very nice. All right, question three. How did you and your friends celebrate when you found out you had made the team? We went to Max's. Of course that's, you did. That's the bar I played for Max's. Uh, Max Sagich was uh, the, the poor guy, bless his soul. He died just a, a couple of months before the movie came out. Man. Yeah, Max's is a real bar that's right outside of uh, Philadelphia near the Philly airport in the suburbs. Question four. These days you talk a lot about leading the invincible life by eating right, getting screened for cancer. But when you and Janet have a cheat day, what's the thing you eat or do that just feels good? Oh, without a doubt, it's got to be a cheesesteak, you know, or a hoagie. <laughs> you you got to do it. 
and and Janet's a great golfer too. So we a lot of times we'll just we'll do, we we like going out and doing a nine and nine. You know, we'll have our own nine and nine. So and she's a pretty accomplished golfer. I'm gonna feel like I've been under a rock for a while. That's the first time I've heard the expression nine and dine. Have you heard that, John? Yeah. Clubs around here do it couples, couples nights out, nine and dine. Oh, that's it. Yeah, John, you yeah. got it. We had, you yeah. know, we, like, we had a Philly, we had a MLB, you know, the Phils are going playing, you know, pretty soon. And we had the, we had the NFL night and, you know, and then Halloween, we we're going to have a Halloween nine and dine. It's great. Everybody gets together and you, you wind up, you're paired up with two other, it's a six them, you know, the men, men and the women, they have different setups for tea. And in about forty-five, about an hour, hour and a half, you're you're out and you're partying, having a good time, nine and dine yep. at the club. So I love it. That sounds amazing. And for people who have never experienced it, we we've talked to a lot of athletes over the years about food in their area. We've talked to people from Baltimore about crabs. We've talked to people from Kansas City about barbecue. We've talked to people from Cincinnati about chili. But there's nothing like a Philly cheesesteak. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We hear that a lot at chickendinnercasino.com because we have so many winners. That's because we have so many ways to win, including slots, blackjack, poker, and more. Of course, you can step into our sports book and bet on any sport, including college football, the NFL, and Major League Baseball, with some of the best bonuses around. But don't take my word for it. Hey, this is Ricky Williams, former Heisman Trophy winner and all-pro NFL running back. Hey, this is Ryan Sandberg, Chicago Cubs Baseball Hall of Famer, number 23 retired. Hey, guys, it's Brad Sham. I am the radio voice of the Dallas Cowboys. Be a winner by playing chickendinnercasino.com. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You can be a winner by playing today at chickendinnercasino.com. And our listeners get special offers. Just go to chickendinnercasino.com slash sports. That's chickendinnercasino.com slash sports, and you could be a winner winner today. It is the best, and I'm, I'm, I'm heading into Philly. Um, I'm heading into Philly actually this weekend to do an event for the Mortgage Bankers Association. One of the first things I'll do is what the, the neighborhood I belong to live in is where there's some great cheesesteaks and, and places. And I, I like um, I like Tony Luke. He's got some great uh, roast pork. You know, Tony Luke, the guy in the movie, he says, I'm in the best shape of my life. You know, and he's got a beer in his hand. Well, he's my good one. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a great role. He's got some This great- is the slowest six-pack in the history of six-packs. All right. <laughs> Question five. Okay. What part of your golf game is less invincible and more invisible the iron you know i just i just suck at irons you know? <laughs> my, yeah, my wedge putting's okay the gap wedge is fine drives okay i'll get it out a couple yards but man it's the, it's that second or third shot or, or the fairway wood i just every once in a while, i just clunk it to hell and it pisses me off to no end i you know i want but I, I can't do that you know you have to be cool this is where john usually comes in and tells our guest the average golf score is 105. So whatever you're doing is probably better than that. I'd shoot in the 90s. I'm not saying in temperature 90s because it was. (laughs) My buddy says I I shoot in the 80s. I refuse to play if it gets any warmer than that. Hey, listen, I'm a bogey golfer, but I'll, I'll I'll come in and you know in a couple three holes I'll wind up with a trip, you know. Yeah. So there you go, you go from a 92 to a 98 just like that. So, but it's okay, you know. I'm not, usually out with my family, my buddies. I, I don't bet, and uh, just just have a good time. For me to get out, it's just great to be out and be able to be part 
of the scene and a, and a great way to hang out. Yeah, but I'm golf just, is a lot more fun when you don't even keep score. Just yeah, keep track agreed. of what good shots you have, and that's it. Uh, you know, it's, yep. my whole family golfs. And to cool. me, there's no greater joy. We have the Papawi Cup. We have it every year during the holidays. And there's nothing that gives me greater joy than to uh, compete with my wife against Gabrielle and Vinny. And the Vinny's a lefty. He bombs it. And Gabby, Gabby's got quite a game. So, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds it's good. It's really part of our life down here, big time. Let me get to question six, which is, since we are the approach shot, Vince Papali, in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? Dream big. You want to think about big. that for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> Dream big, baby. You know, don't be afraid to take risks. You know, surround yourself with an invincible team. Just go for it. But you know, make sure, like, you know, be willing to pay the price. Otherwise, you're just posing. And I don't have I don't have time for posers. Yeah. You know, you know just. Just I, I like I like the action guys, you know, I like action ladies or men and women just, you know, go with those that are constantly trying to make a difference. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Doers, not talkers, man. Thank you yeah. very much. I like that one. I might put that up. I'm doing a podcast tomorrow for a bunch of uh, CEOs. So I'm all right. All right, real quick before we uh, end this segment, man, you're wearing a T-shirt for those who can't see through the radio, whatever says who's nuts and is that a falcon or a hawk on that shirt man oh whatever <laughs> know how funny that was sorry you man you're down in louisville louisville yes sir remember uh do you remember um talk diane mcgraw used to be, mm-hmm. in, be in charge of the kentucky sports federation actually oh, okay I've been down there a couple of times for the uh, for, for the big race they have there. That horse, yeah. Race. We get this little horse race every There's year. There's a little horse race, yeah, yeah. But uh, this is uh, if, again, if you made a big hit, like you know, let's say at the end of the movie, and uh, there was that big hit I made against a guy from the rib, but that would have been Jimmy Robinson from the, the Giants, and uh, so that because of that game, that sort of gave that that they they called it back by the way in real life for a muff, and then we went in and ran it in on the next play. But that play would have earned me a Who's Nuts t-shirt because it made a difference in the outcome of the game. It was like, you know, you get it like here, I got, you know, here's my NFL football. So you got, you got this game ball, but this is our game ball. And gotcha. it was a Who's Nuts t-shirt. So they're, they're priceless. I have, I have seven of them. So. Wow. Right. <laughs> yeah. One for every day um, of the week. <laughs> the movie came out in 2006. So you're celebrating 17 years. It's Invincible. If you haven't seen it, what rock do you live under? Go see it. If you're younger, if you're, you know, in your 20s, you may not have been aware of it or you might have been too young to see it. This is one of those movies that has to be on your gotta see it before you die list. And it's a phenomenal movie. I do love the fact the end of the movie, they show you running back a ball uh, after a fumble recovery for a touchdown. That never happened. (laughs) <laughs> that was to them taking some liberties. If you loved Rocky, if you loved Rudy, if you like the sports movies or the movies that just show people who have no chance at something, but yet they're given an opportunity and they take it and they run with it and they sweat and they persevere. That's what this movie is about. And it's amazing. And and Vince, I love the fact that you've somehow taken this movie and turned it into something that you can teach people of all ages in any walk of life. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I'm going to be right now, not tonight. It was going to, they postponed it because of the weather, but I was going to go out and speak to a bunch of kids out there playing little league football. My philosophy and our philosophy in life, Janet, mine is, is 
is make a difference. Just make a difference in somebody's life and be positive. And we were both coaches and, you know, our kids are accomplished athletes and, you know, are doing and Vinny, you know, who knows where he's going to wind up, you know, he's going to wind up in the USFL again this year, but Hey, it's all good, you know, and, and it's like, what's, it's what you do and having fun and be invincible. Words to live by, man. I'm going to go embroider that on the back of my shirt. <laughs> hey, this has been great. This so much fun. Been- Thank you so much. Really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Us too. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. And not only you did you not disappoint, you turned out to be one of our favorites of all time. So thank Which you so much for taking the time. All uh, right. Vince. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. If you're fed up with your credit card's high interest rates and your balances are so out of control that they never seem to go down, one call to Consolidated Credit can get the relief you need. Consolidated Credit has helped over 6 million people with credit card debt, and their certified credit counselors are ready to help you. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast without destroying your credit. The program works, and the consultation is free. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 800- 214-3104 800-214-3104 That's 800-214-3104 Consolidated Credit Solutions, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33313 Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation Maryland DM 1492 Oregon DM 80092 Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DC 83 Service may adversely affect the individual's credit Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity including legal action not a loan company and we are back for some time yet again you can't get rid of us this easily we are the approach shot i'm john ashton i'm neil michaels and that was a lot of fun vince it not only is he a class act but he just gets it and he lives life the way it's supposed to be lived one day at a time, sweet Jesus. And taking chances and doing things that give you the feeling that you didn't waste a day. You took every day and you did something with it. So I, I absolutely love that. It is great, man. It's great. No and it's regrets. made me hungry now with all this talk about cheesesteaks, man. <laughs> I grew up around that stuff. And it's funny how you miss it until you have one. Yeah. And then it's like, why haven't I figured out a way to incorporate this in my life? And the answer is because you don't live in Philly. It's... I mean, I've yeah. gone to places. I just had an Arby's cheesesteak the other day, and I thought it was really good. Oh, no, really? It was. it was really good. But it's not a Philly cheesesteak. No, so. even though they say it is. Yeah. I don't know if they're they're paying. Maybe it's Philly as in Philip. Maybe they just call it a cheesesteak. Maybe they don't put the words Philly in front of it. The chicken one they do. Hmm. There you go. Okay. So the whole no regrets thing, I have, I have some regrets that I have to Uh-oh. talk about. I have to get oh, it off no. my chest. You Don't you want to lay something? down for this, man? We, we got 50 minutes. The Maybe. clock starts now. Maybe. At least start the <laughs> clock. Right. <laughs> you know, when you buy something and then you get it and you're like, oh, why did I do that? It's called buyer's remorse. It is indeed. Yes. I have golfer's remorse. Oh, no. Here it is mid-October. Mm-hmm. The sun is now going down at like 630, 645. Mm-hmm. So all those days of eight o'clock and eight thirty in the summer, and even seven o'clock in September, the seven o'clock stuff just went. And now the sun's going down at six thirty. Remember how we promised each other and promised ourselves that we were going to go out a bunch of times and tee off at three p.m. where it's cooler and get four hours in, so it's seven o'clock, and then have dinner with some friends at the club and have a cocktail. How many times did you do it? Zilcho. Yeah. Yeah. Zilcho. I did it once. 
and I started at two and it was a par three course. So we were done at like five thirty. When when the twilight rates kick in at noon, you know you've blown a season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling golfers' remorse that, that I would too. Where are you? It's especially because the weather is still nice. I mean, it's it's now chilly enough that you got to mm-hmm. put a sweater on or a jacket on in the evening and stuff. But to start now at three or four, you wouldn't, you'd get nine in. You do the nine right. and nine. So now I'm having to force myself into thinking about a two o'clock tea time, which means get to the course at like one or one fifteen, so you can get your stuff out, have a beer, get your shoes on, take a couple of swings ahead of time. Well, if you're going to do one o'clock, you might as well just play in the morning, which I don't like to do. I like to play in the afternoon. I just feel better then. How did this happen? How did we get through the summer and the early part of fall and now get to a part where I'm I'm regretting not taking advantage of it? Another season has gotten away from us. I mean, that, that happens, you know, every year as far as I'm concerned. But let me give you a little bit of advice. I started at uh, last Sunday at 125. Okay. And it was one of the last tee times of the day. Find a golf course where the last few holes do not head west. <laughs> I get that exactly. You mean yeah. staring at the sun? Yeah. 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 You know, you know how you're supposed to keep your head down until you hit the ball and then you look up. But when you look up and it's like, <laughs> and you can't see anything for the next five minutes because the right. sun is right there. Except that yeah. dot that keeps playing in your head. <laughs> you also can't find your ball. No, no, you can't. We had no. an idea. We had an idea that we're trying to get everybody. We mentioned this on those weekend golf guys last weekend. Want our listeners to basically pick up on it too. Okay. This time of year, it's ter- first off, stop using yellow golf balls if you've been yeah. using them during the summer. Do not use them this time of the year because you'll never find them off the fairway. Progressive thinking golf course should rent small leaf blowers. On the carts when you go out so that you can blow the leaves and the pine needles off the green when you get there. You can, if you're, you think you know where your ball is in in the rough, you can blow the leaves away that are covering it. My entire three minutes looking for a ball that was right on the edge of the fairway, but it was under a leaf. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's just one leaf. Yeah, you're right. Well, so so now I feel very much like it's mid-October. And I, I need to, if I'm going to play any afternoon golf, I got to get it in in the next three weeks or so. So, so what he's doing know. is basically making excuses for not being in the office now. That's fine. I got you. No problem. Call it as an excuse. I call it research. <laughs> Go forth and be fruitful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, Appreciate so, it. so that you can uh, come back and have fun and we hey. can continue with the approach shot. Hey, if you enjoyed today's show, and we hope you did. Please do tell some friends. Um, we love the organic way of being able to grow our audience. Um, also, if you have a chance, download some of our previous shows. We'd love that as well. Go to approachshot.net, hit subscribe. We would love that as well. There's so many things we would love for you to do. We're, we're so demanding, aren't we? It's a podcast, for God's sake. You, you got this for free. <laughs> now go do something, do some work. Just know that every little extra bit of effort that you give means a little extra bit of effort we don't have to give. So That's exactly we really, right. we really <laughs> appreciate it. I'm Neil Michaels. I'm John Ashton. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. 
You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. <laughs>